Dreaming. Written Saturday, April 23, 2011 at 9.48 a.m. Kesner and I couldn't get enough of each other. Once we'd entered into a committed relationship that was heading towards marriage, we were together every day. Suddenly this other person was becoming a big part of my life and I began factoring him into my daily decisions. I no longer wondered if I would see Kesner that day, but I wondered when I would see him and where. Would we meet at my place or his or go out and what would we have for dinner? We were planning on being a unit and we began to live that out in our relationship right away. We'd gotten serious quickly and it was time to bring a few friends into the fold. Nobody knew what was going on. My feelings for Kesner had changed so dramatically and quickly that I hadn't told anyone yet. When last my friends heard, I wasn't interested. This had been what I'd reported a year earlier after Kesner took me to his church for the first time. It was technically our first date. I met him in the vestibule before the service began. I wore a pink and black floral print dress with a belted waist. We sat in the back and enjoyed the service. The preaching was clear and sound, a traditional three-point sermon. We sat in the back and enjoyed the service. The preaching was clear and sound, a traditional three-point sermon, and I enjoyed the music. But our interaction was awkward, I thought. After church, we went to a diner for breakfast. There, Kesner looked at me sternly and asked questions like, where do you see yourself in five years? He's so intense, I told my friends. Who asked that on a first date? He just kept staring at me with this deep, penetrating stare. He's strange. I'd said this to Talithia and Felicia after the church date, and now I had to eat my words. I judged Kesner early, and I was wrong. I had to let everyone know that Kesner was not strange. He was wonderful. They received the news in the way that good friends do and immediately included him in our community time. We started to have family dinners with Talithia and her husband, Felicia and her husband, and Kesner and me. Is this the power table of the future? Kesner jokingly asked the first couple of times that we sat down. I wasn't sure if it was a power table, but it definitely felt like future. We were forming a community of couples, and we would try to have dinner together at least once a week. Community was important to us. Beyond our friend community, Kesner and I shared visions of community in general. It was a very political time in Trenton, with local elections right around the corner. It was hard to avoid conversation about Trenton's political and social landscape, its possibilities, and the efforts needed to address issues of crime and poverty. Kesner and I would go to our Broad Street Diner and talk about these things. We dreamed together of ways to commit our efforts to the city. We dreamed of starting a 501c3. The name would be Dufresne Community Partners. You'll be in charge of it, he said. That made sense to me, since he would be focusing on the family business, Dufresne Investment Management. Kesner had left his job at Morgan Stanley months prior to begin to get his investment management firm up and running. We disagreed about a few things, however. We disagreed about the focus of our nonprofit. I wanted to continue to provide services for women, and he wanted to focus on children. We also disagreed about whether Trenton should have a casino. He thought it would be good for the city. I thought it would be bad for the residents, particularly those with issues with gambling. 
These were only small disagreements, though, shared over laughter and lunch. Mostly we just enjoyed the exercise of dreaming. Together. During one of our family dinners, Felicia pulled out her son's baby books. This started a dinner conversation about childbirth, with Felicia and Talithia giving full accounts of their experiences. I wasn't sure if they were trying to scare me away from this experience or welcome me into it. But mid-conversation, Kessner looked at me and said, jokingly, So do you want to have my baby girl? Yes was the only answer. With him, I could do anything. We began dreaming of that, too.